Hi, my name is Austin Killian. I'm Andrew Harper. And we're both pastors at First Baptist Church in Cleveland. Welcome to the Exiles Welcome to the Exiles Podcast, where we talk about life, doctrine, hot topics, and all things Baptist from a gospel-centered point of view. Man, I had such a good streak going. Yeah, you ruined I, it. I know. I haven't laughed. I haven't stumbled. And then boom, right there at the end. I'm a, I'm a proponent of just recording this clip, like the intro clip, and just throwing it in. But 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 there's like this sense of like our listeners are like anticipating like what's going to happen today with Austin. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> whatever you say, <laughs> sounds great. It it also balances out our our words, you know. So oh, there we of course. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. What are we going to do today? Are we just going to jibber jabber? Well, first of all, I just wanted to say by this time. Next, by this time, the time this one drops, oh, yeah. you'll be in Anaheim putting oh, out yeah. fires at, for the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, it'd be wild. Yeah, I can't wait until you get back. I feel like we're going to have a hot topic to talk about when you get back. I feel like I just need to take like, like memo notes, like just take my phone and just like record memo notes. Yeah. Because there's going to be like so much going on. Well, you are. You and Brother Tommy are going to be recording something, not, not podcast related stuff, but. Right. You got. You're going to be sending feedback to to the church. To the church, you know. So I'm pretty pumped about hearing that. And I think it wouldn't be a bad idea just to have like a Wednesday like Q and A time when we get back. Yeah, I think that'd be good. What I really, what I really want to do though is I want to talk about this Guidestone stuff. Yeah, we need to. What, but I think I want to wait until after the convention yeah, because I yeah. want to. I think that we'll know more about it. Yeah. And I think that will work out perfect. So. Yep. Well, anyways, so let's just go ahead and get started with today. Last week we talked about. Um, fasting, and we gave an explanation for what fasting was. It was a very right. short podcast. We talked I, about why people don't do it, kind of, or it's kind yeah, of scary. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, it's misunderstood. It's scary. Yeah. It's yeah. all these different things. We gave us. It's expected, it you is. know, and it's so true. it is right up there with reading the word and praying. I think. I think it should be one of the big three. Fasting should be added in there. So, yeah. Um, but today, today we're going to be talking about something else when it comes to fasting the purpose of fasting so four kind of main purposes yeah the four main purposes someone should say hey this is a great idea yeah and then hopefully we'll have a few more episodes on fasting right after this what do you think yeah maybe so so what are some what are some reasons why we should fast andrew so I think the first reason, and this these two kind of things go really well to, together, I think, for me, because I've, I've practiced this myself. Um, the first thing is to strengthen uh, our time in prayer, and usually that's connected to us seeking God's guidance. Yeah. Um, and so one of the ways that this has looked very similar uh, in my life is whenever there's like a big decision or something coming up that we need really the Lord's wisdom and discernment and really for us to be able to help navigate between is this our will and things that we just really want to do because it sounds nice Mm -hmm. or are these really the the desires of our heart that the Lord has placed because we're following him. And so how do we differentiate that? Um, And so sometimes me and Amber would simply just take um, a breakfast a week uh, or even like, you know, multiple breakfasts in that week and just spend time committed to prayer um, and a lot of times that was individual. You know, we, we might be off going and doing different things. She's going to school or whatever when we lived in Oklahoma. Um, and we would just commit, hey, we're going to spend the time that we would. It might be 30 minutes. It might be 20 minutes uh, eating breakfast and, 
getting ready for the day, but spend that specifically praying for that specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would use, in a lot of ways, that time we would be eating eating a meal together, even even separately, to set it aside for specifically prayer about a certain thing that was going to give us God's guidance mm-hmm. uh, in that. And several times I remember us coming back at the end of the week, like on a Friday or Saturday, and being like, all right, so what you got? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like the exact same thing. Um, and so I've seen that per, in just a really small way. I mean, not even you know fasting days and days at a time. Um, right. The Lord has used us taking that time away from food and giving it to prayer to seek his guidance, and he's answered it. I would like to add to that. Like if you're fasting without prayer, um, I think I would agree with Don, Don Whitney as well that you're, you're just doing a, like a over-glorified diet plan. You know, like yeah. I think prayer should be, I think prayer and fasting should probably go hand in hand together. You know, if you're, mm-hmm. you've got to pray in your fasting. Yeah, I think you're, when you, when you fast, you're, you're trying to seek God. Like mm-hmm. the idea is yeah. I don't want to be satisfied by food. I want to be satisfied by the Lord. Mm. And how are you going to be satisfied by the Lord if you're not calling out to him, um, spending time in prayer to him? And it might mean that you, you you use the scriptures to pray to help yeah. navigate your time in prayer, guide you in that, so you don't get distracted because uh, that's very easy to do. But yeah, I don't I don't know how you seek the Lord without praying to the Lord. Uh, right, and, that, and that's really the point of fasting. Mm-hmm. Um. So so number two, <laughs> I I was waiting on you to say something else, but it's my <laughs> oh, turn. Oh, hey, it's your turn. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um. Number two. Um. One of the purposes of fasting is to express grief or to express repentance and um, to return to God. So, you know, we see this in Joel chapter chapter 2, verses 12 through 18. I'll just read you a few verses from it, though. Um, God addresses the people of Israel, and he says, Yet even now, says our God, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to your God, who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. You can use fasting when you're grieving over a loved one, but I would, I've primarily experienced it in my life when it comes to sin. And I do, I have found that in that grieving, when I fasted, um, repentance comes quicker. Uh, I mean, repentance comes quicker in the sense that um, I am quicker to overcome the sin that I had been struggling with. So now it's your turn, Mr. Andrew. All right. So we covered um, how fasting uh, strengthens us for prayer when we seek God's guidance. Uh, It also helps us to uh, process and express, uh, express grief and then that grief turning into repentance. Um, and the next we'll look at uh, how fasting allows us to humble ourselves before God um, and also to express a concern for the work of God. And when I think of these kind of two things together, um, humbling oneself before God and uh, concern for the work of God, there's a picture of this, I think, in, in the fast that we see that Jesus takes in the 40 days in the wilderness. Um, I think. Why? What, what's, why are you so upset? <laughs> I was going to use that. But I'll use uh, it. You can. I mean, I'm going to. Oh, Jesus ahead. is the perfect faster. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously. He's so fast. He, yeah, he does it really well. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly, actually. <laughs> um, 
Well, we do see this kind of like this this time of preparation. So he's baptized by John the Baptist, and the Lord says, uh, he affirms that he is the Son of God. He tells those around him to listen to him. And there's this time of testing that Jesus goes into the wilderness to be tested by Satan, and he's led there by the Spirit um, right before he begins his public ministry. And there is this time of of humbling almost. Not that Jesus needs to be humbled. I mean, he, he is humble in that he came and was incarnate. Um, he humbled himself even to the point of death on a cross. So we know his very nature is, is humility. Um, he is gentle and he is lowly in heart. Good plug. Uh, yep. And so, but you see this picture of Jesus being fully dependent on God the Father and the Spirit. Um, for 40 days, he goes without food, and, and Jesus is a human being. Jesus is fully man. He has all of the um, needs that a human body would need when it comes to eating food. And we see that he goes without for 40 days and humbles himself in this way. And really, it's for the concern of the work that the Lord is going to carry him through. First and foremost, the, the making of the disciples, the public ministry that he does, but ultimately we know that comes to a culmination in him going to the cross. And so when I think about this for our own self, um, when we think of, of, of not eating food to seek the Lord, that has to be from a place of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're saying, I need to come under um, the love and mercy and maybe repentance uh, and forgiveness of the Lord and find his presence more than I even need to eat another meal. Mm-hmm. And that is a pretty, I would say, potent expression of humility. Um, it's a good place to be, I think, for you to think that, um, well, I don't really need the Lord. I don't really need to spend time with him. I don't really need his presence. Is some, is, is something of someone who is extremely high and mighty and prideful. Uh, and so when we think about giving up a meal so we can spend time with him because we need him, that is a great place of humility. Um, but we also do these things in the place of seeking concern for God's work because we know that only he can do so many things that we cannot do. We can be faithful in the things that we can be faithful in, but the Lord is the one who saves. The Lord is the one who changes people. Um, and so when we think about even those who might be close to us but far from the Lord, we want them to come to know Jesus um, us spending time fasting and hoping that the Lord would save them is a way of of beseeching the Lord to do something that only he can do. And that has yeah. to, again, come from a place of humility. Um, so I think these two things kind of go together, knowing yeah. that we can't accomplish what only God can accomplish. And we would be foolish to think that we can. And so when we come to the Lord in fasting, in humility, concerned for his work, I think the Lord honors that. You know, it's oftentimes said when we talk about prayer that like prayer is a symbol, is a sign of dependency on the Lord. So we're giving up independency and depending on the Lord. But I think that's probably more so true when it comes to fasting. We really are giving up uh, our independency, like um, our independence. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we are trusting that the Lord will sustain us through this hunger, Mm -hmm. you know. And so that and and my when you said uh, that that fasting is a sign of humility or that it's a way of humbling oneself. That's kind of where my mind went is I'm dropping all independency here and I'm being completely dependent on you to sustain me through this fast, Mm -hmm. Um, which I really like. So that was really good. All right. So what's the very last 
thing. So the very last thing for, uh, fasting. for fasting is we will overcome temptation. It'll help us overcome temptation and dedicate uh, ourselves to the Lord. And it also is an express of love and worship to God. Um, so number one, I think it, any anything any of these things that we've listed is an expression of love and worship to God, right? When we humble ourselves, that's an expression of love to God. Uh, when we express concern for the work of God, that's an expression of love for God. When we express repentance, that's an expression of love. Grief, when we go to the Lord to strengthen our prayer life, when we go to him for guidance, these are all expressions of love for God, and they all sp- spill out of the practice of fasting. Right, and so like, if these are the things that we want to accomplish from our fasting, then we are seeking to express a love and worship to God, right? But to this part, to overcome temptation and to dedicate yourself to the to God, this is the part where I wanted to mention Matthew chapter four and talk about oh. Jesus, right? Because Jesus was tempted in the desert. Yep. Satan came to him three different times, and what did Jesus do? He used Scripture to combat it. In fact. I think the one that most people can quote is when Satan says, hey, you see that rock over there? You hadn't eaten in 40 days. Why don't you just go, just turn that rock into some bread? You're like, you're the God of the universe. You can do that, right? And okay. if you if you are the son. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you are the son of God, you can do this. Yes. And Sorry, Jesus I says, forgot the if. Jesus says, man does not eat on bread alone, but off of the word of God. Which is a quote from Deuteronomy. Right. Thank you for that. Yep. And so what we see is that really, you know, he uses fasting to overcome a temptation. But in that, fasting is connected to two things that we said at the very beginning of this series is vital to discipleship. The word and prayer. Right. And so Bam. I think you cannot you cannot remove fasting from God's word and you cannot remove fasting from your prayer life. Uh, fasting is one of the big three when it comes to spiritual disciplines. And I think it's one that um, I, I know I need to do better at. And I think many Christians, especially in America, uh, probably need to do better at. Yeah, like I can't think of any time I've ever spent like time reading like a book that's totally on fasting. Mm-hmm. Like I've read books that have it a part of spiritual disciplines, but I've never read like a whole book on how do you? F- I mean, I've read books on prayer. Yeah. Read books on reading your Bible, how to do that, that kind of thing. I don't think I've ever read a whole book on just fasting, and so maybe it's because we just don't trust the Lord enough. It could be, but I don't remember. Really, to be honest, like personally, I don't really remember many people fasting. Like when I was growing up. In oh church. yes, I don't remember it being a thing. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing anyone fasting. In fact, I don't know a person in my life. That I that I know of, obviously they're doing it in secret. You know, they're sure, they're obeying Jesus. You know, but but I don't remember ever, anybody ever discussing it with me, like or telling, <clears throat> talking to me about it when I was growing up. First time I remember fasting was in Moldova. The uh, the people we were working with wanted to fast for their country. Mm-hmm. They want they fasted every Tuesday at lunch in the lunch hour. They all come to church and they would spend time praying for their country. Um. So, but yeah, that was the uh, only time I remember the seeing it happen. The one time, the first time that I practiced fasting, and 
um, it was it was kind of off the heels of someone talking to me about fasting for the first time in my life. But he he had not really expressed to me like when or how. Mm-hmm. But he just said like, hey, this is a good thing, you know, for some of the reasons that we've listed. But I had come to a place where I was just like deep in my arrogance and like needed humility <laughs> really bad. And so like you're you're one. And this is why I let you take the one on humility. So <laughs> I didn't get choked up talking about it. But yeah, that was the first time I was really introduced in my life to doing it yourself. Yeah, doing it myself, practicing myself. And it was uh, a big blessing for me. Oh, yeah. Think so. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us for today. Um, if you have any questions you would like answered, please email them to us at theexcelspod at gmail.com. Uh, we should have a new episode next Tuesday going a little bit further into uh, what is fasting. And also, be sure to share, subscribe, like all the stuff from the Exos Podcast. And until next time, peace. Bye now.